Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. Right, so just to um, get us back in the mood, just a note for the audience, we took a whole break of a couple of months since we recorded the last episode to record our super secret second campaign. So none of us remember the rules of this game that we're now playing. <laughs> Just name it. It's called Bugs. It's called Bugs. Spandex is Unbelievable Gear Chain Circus. I'm putting this out here because I know this airs in like four or five weeks. And by th- and by now, I will have released the first episode. Yeah, so what everyone should do is, after you listen to this episode, you should go and listen to the first episode of Banjax's Unbelievable Gear Chain Circus. Which I have edited and released. You have definitely edited and released by the time no, we released you are it. holding yourself to a standard. <laughs> in the full knowledge that Ben can, in fact, edit this whole section if necessary, yes. <laughs> but that won't be necessary, we will be ready. It's a great game, it's so much fun. It's a really cool setting. We're playing Fate instead of D&D. Playing Bugs. It's all brilliant. But back in this game that we're playing today, to catch us up with where we were, you have been on a series of missions trying to reclaim the treasure that was stolen from you as you were bringing it to the White Forest when you were attacked and Tupsikari died. You managed to track it down to the Wizard College in Pral, but didn't manage to get hold of it. Instead, you came back with prisoners, with the people who originally attacked you. You've been on a couple of side jaunts. You found a Principe's Ruin where you picked up Maynard, the wizard. You've been to an Icegaunt's fortress and fought with the Icegaunt and stolen all his grave goods, which you have brought back, and thereby bought your way out of the problem of the dragon potentially going to eat Trick and Ember's family in lieu of the treasure. That is no longer happening. You've solved that problem. Instead, the dragon is going to eat the prisoners that you brought back and take the treasure that you brought back and will apparently be satisfied with this. You've been down to the dungeons. You've had a chat with the prisoners. The dwarf asked you to do her a favour of retrieving a religious artefact from the wizard college and taking it back to a fallen dwarven stronghold. Maynard has had a very interesting conversation with the warlock Azar about inheritance of the crown of the forest and where he might currently be standing in that inheritance. Technically you were all outside for that meeting but Ember was listening at the door and after turning the conversation a little too close to the subject of regicide you have been ushered out of the cells and out of the building, and Ember has left at pace unhappily. The rest of you are standing outside the the civic building of Vosburg at the edge of the mist-shrouded plaza where the dragon sleeps. What would you like to do? Um, Ember left. I can't remember. Did Ember Ember leave because of the whole torture thing? Ember left because of the torture thing and the secret uh, monarch thing, and yeah, both both things. Both things. I think this is as your elder sibling, my time to come and talk to Ember. Yeah. Um, so Trick will follow after Amber. Um, yeah. You left the building together, so it's not like they have much of a head start. Sure, sure, sure. Um, 
I guess. Are you are you going to go? Are you going to go find somewhere to sit down? Are you pacing? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go find somewhere to sit down. Um, there's a there's water, right? There's a waterfall. I mean, presumably there's a river. Um, the coming down off the mountains, and, and that then becomes yeah, a river. Okay, then Ember will go down to the riverbed and sort of start throwing rocks in the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trick will kind of follow after, give you a minute to kind of get things out of your system a bit, and then come and sit somewhere that you can see them. Kind of let you know that they're there, but not intrude too much, too fast. I don't understand. Like... I guess, Maynard, we haven't known that long. I guess it makes sense that they might not share everything right away. Although this is a really big secret to keep from people that you're traveling with. But I've been traveling traveling with Rill for a while. And they just tortured people. They tortured prisoners who were captured and imprisoned, and serving their time, and they tortured them. And now, and not only did they torture them, they didn't even say anything. I had to find out from those prisoners. And I don't know, I guess they've been like family to me. They've been the people that I've been traveling with. And I don't understand because family doesn't lie to each other. I I give a very like older sibling like deep breath to family doesn't lie to each other, and then I'm like, well, I I can't say you're wrong. I can't say you're wrong. I mean, I'm not here to weep over the people who killed your friend, but but still, there's a difference between doing what has to be done and doing things that don't have to be done. So you know these people, well, you know this man best. Just whatever you decide to do, I'm here for you, Ember. Thanks. And Trick will move closer to come and sit, like, right next to you. Ember will kind of lean their head on Trick's shoulder and still just sort of half-heartedly toss stones in the river. I've been thinking of the people we're traveling with as family, but maybe maybe they don't think of me as family. Maybe maybe I'm expecting more from them than than I should be. Another deep sigh as I employ the trick learned over 15 years of parenting and how to buy <laughs> times come up with a sage answer. Say, so, well, I think maybe I don't I don't think you should take this thing as as being personal, you know? This is clearly a a very deep thing for the both of them. And and sometimes people lie to people that they care about because they're ashamed or afraid or I mean if you I understand uh, if you think that if you don't want to travel with this man anymore because of what he did that's that's one thing but well I think that if he lied to us or left things out, hid things from us, then that's more... It seems to me that that's because he was between a rock and a hard place, between his sense of honour and duty and his care for us rather than for you. Rather than because he doesn't care for you, Ember. This isn't... You know? Yeah. Like, I... Yeah. That makes sense. You always know just what 
to say, Trick, you're so wise. I'm glad you're with us. Mm. I'm glad to be with you too. Still, still, this is a this is a happy occasion too, I suppose. We've we've got some good news that we can bring. Speaking of family. And a way to well a way to make some recompense as well, perhaps if you if you're still willing to travel with them. Or we can we can go home, Ember. There's always a place for you back home. Hmm. I still have things that need doing. There's this whole like end of the world as we know it thing. And I can't just not see that through. And okay. I should talk to Rill. Okay. Yeah. You want I should uh, bring him over here? It's pretty quiet down here. I don't want to talk right now. Huh. Right. I guess we should find them, the find Rill and Maynard and discuss our next steps anyway. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that, and we come back. Yeah. So, Rill and Maynard, Ember left. Trick followed them. What have you two been doing? If anything. Well, uh, Ember sort of, like, huffed off. They were uh, clearly, obviously, upset. Um, it was probably some worried pacing for a minute, maybe. <laughs> Is there something I should, I should know that's going on? I feel like I should be asking you that. I don't know what you mean. Really, the private meeting with Azar, none of us could be there for, and you've never met and have no ties to, that wouldn't seem unusual. Well, we were just talking about the crystal. It was sensitive information, the things that I knew. You wanted to know how much I saw, what I understood. Nothing which you shared with us. There's nothing in there that you hadn't already told us. Well, he didn't know that. Bill raises his eyebrows, unconvinced. Um. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, there's a the the, the crystal makes you. He looks around to make sure that there's nobody <laughs> with within earshot, and just sort of like pulls real to to like one side of the street where there's there's nobody and mm -hmm. and says so touching the crystal makes you royalty <laughs> that's a good one maynard oh boy oh okay <laughs> Are you, like curse what's you know did you get like a view of the end of the world what come on what really happened <laughs> I'm a prince. <laughs> it's yes. Uh, technically third in line, according to Asa. Oh, you're not joking. Oh, mm. oh, how I wish I was. No. What? Uh, why? Why does a crystal give you? Powers like that. Why? Look, 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 look. Mm. Just let's get to the others. I can. Ex it's, it's just going to be easier if we just explain. If I just explain it to all, all of you when you're here, because I'm a terrible liar. And what's their line of succession into a rock? <laughs> I don't know, but there yeah. has to be precedent for it. Obviously, right. who's in front of you? Then, Azar. I think. Yes. Oh, I knew it. What do you mean, who else? knew it? Oh, yeah, theories. Anyways, who else? Well, the Queen is number one, Aza's number two, and then there's me. Oh, but not long flight. No, wait, hold on. Ben, can I get a check on that? 
That is correct. Okay. Uh, no, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so sure they were a dragon. Maybe they were still a dragon. Maybe another dragon. That makes sense. Well, nods <laughs> to himself. <laughs> As we went through before, yes. Literally anybody could be a dragon. So if we do... Uh, we're not no. going to! We are not. But if we do... No, but we're, we're not. But, <laughs> but if we did... Real, real, I, I, cannot, I cannot stress this enough. I don't want to be a prince. Right. It wouldn't be you, though. It would be Azar. Yes, but then when, 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 when Azar dies, then it's me. And the more people in front of me, the better. You see where I'm getting at here? Yeah, but the person at the head right now is a dragon, which is less than ideal, maybe? You can see. Well, this I, is... I see your point. I really, really do. But I'm not going to do it. Not... Well. well seems it... like the kind of thing that uh, would get us into a lot of trouble with everybody. And Azar no. definitely would not be happy. You think the you think that 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 um that King Regent Azar is going to be all happy that we murdered his predecessor? Well, ask him. Ask if he was happy in his position. He didn't seem. He seemed. How to put this? He definitely wanted the line secure. That's why he was after these crystals. I think. We want to make sure that nobody else got it, and that they could choose who came next. Yes. But we should really get Ember and Trick. I imagine um, they'd be looking for y'all, so they might even walk by at this point. Yeah, it, it's easy enough for the, the two pairs of you to, to meet up again. It's not a huge city, and you didn't go that far. So you, you see Rill and Maynard in a, a side street, sort of huddled together, but also both gesticulating wildly. <laughs> Having some kind of very intense conversation. All right, so... Oh, hi, Trick. Is everything okay? Let's uh, keep us moving. Um, so first question B. I know we have the idea of going to the university and dealing with things there, but obviously I've got to get back to Grisgard first. Of course. And uh, we'll see where we go from there. And I know you, you've been saying for a long time you need to get yourselves back to um, Eisenbrook, is it? Um, over in the West, anyway, to uh, deliver notices and, and what have you. So I suppose we can, we can think after, after Grisgard, we can think about, well, what we're going to do after that anyway, one way or another. Sounds fine to me. I'm just yeah. going with the flow. <laughs> All right, let's, let's kick that can down the road, shall we? <laughs> what time is that, Ben? Uh, I have completely lost all memory of what time it is. That's fair. Shall we, in that case, say that it's late-ish? Yes, I'm going to arbitrarily say that you can make a start today, you will need to camp on the road. Because oh. it's like a, it is a full day's journey to Grisgard, and you're not setting off first thing in the morning. That's fair. Right then, I figure best not to hang around here too long. It'll be cheaper to move out and make camp anyway, so... Let's uh, make sure we've all got our things, and if anyone needs to buy anything while they're in town, I, I'm sure that makes a lot of sense. But then let's hit the road, get a start, so we can uh, make it to Grisgard fairly early. Okay. Um, if anyone does need to purchase items of an ordinary and boring nature, those are available. Um, you know, you can buy rope and climbing equipment and things, is what I mean. If you want to buy more specialist things... Now is the, now is a great time to say because you do have access to some shops, but I think you kind of did your shopping last time you were here. Yeah. yeah. 
okay then you can you can head out it's been like you've been it took you about four days to go up to the ice gaunt's place and then to come back so it's just really a continuation of the time you've been having if you are traveling through the forest this is a more traveled road than others you've been on you will pass people uh, every so often either heading to fosberg or away from it uh, but for for the most part, you won't be overheard unless you decide to shout loudly when you're passing people. <laughs> I think I'll. Um, I think Trick will be running a degree of interference on any attempts to raise sensitive topics with um, Ember before Ember's ready. Okay. So, in the absence of any particular scenes. Yeah, um, in the absence, maybe we can you you can make camp for the night. I don't know whether now that you're all here, Maynard wants to have this conversation that evening. Oh, yeah. when you make camp or not? Sure, let's do that. Um, and yes, I, I can create uh, Lumen's tiny hut for us all to sleep in, so we don't have to uh, make bivouacs. Oh, that's a strange choice. I knew there was a reason we took a wizard along. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm inside and the rain doesn't come in and the wind doesn't come in. It's fantastic. Does smell a little bit of giant baby eagle inside the tent though. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got Arvid. You have got Arvid. He is he is now he's like he is three feet tall. He is eating so much meat. You're having to spend like an hour a day hunting just to feed your bird at the moment. That's probably gonna get worse before it gets better. And if you take a moment to, to look him over, he's Starting to get little pin feathers along the edges of tiny wings. Giant tiny wings. <laughs> so um, as everybody settles down, we have our, have our, uh, our, our trail rations and tea and what have you. Uh, he says, so I have something to tell everybody. Um, I've already told Rill because he caught me at a time when I couldn't lie very well which is most of the time to be fair but anyway so you know that blue crystal that uh, that we found mm -hmm. so right. the reason azar wanted to get that blue crystal in particular was because they are part of the uh the uh the crown they are the shards of Bones? Uh, it, it, the crown is the crown of bone. Yeah, shard of the crown of bone. And this is important because they, they confer inheritance when you touch them. And of course I had to touch one to a cast identify. And that is why I've been having dreams about being a dragon and seeing where the queen is, and all of those things is because I am now part of that line of inheritance. Um, Maynard, I, th I think I owe you a confession and an apology. Yes? I knew that. Um, I was listening at the door when you were talking with Azar. Um. Oh. Not because I didn't trust you, but because I didn't trust Azar. Um, and then when you didn't immediately tell us the truth about your meeting with Azar, I ah I got see. upset with you. And Azar I told me not to tell anybody. I was trying to follow my word. I think that's understandable. You see, it can't be, it can't be known wildly that how you inherit the crown of bone is by touching a part of it. And that's why he's always collecting them. I think to try and protect the, the lineage to make sure that nobody got them who wasn't suitable, wasn't prepared. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm sorry for not trusting you and for. No, 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 it's, it's fine, it's fine. I didn't want 
to not tell you. I mean, one, how often in your life do you become a prince by touching a shiny, a shiny rock? Gosh, I didn't even think about how overwhelmed you must be feeling. Holy. Oh my goodness. Well, as long as the queen stays alive and Azar stays alive, I've got nothing to worry about. And he said, don't worry about it. There's nothing to worry about because it's being taken care of as long as Azar and the Queen both don't die immediately. But if did, then... looks at Maynard, trying to see if he will be interrupted again. <laughs> if she did, could we at Azar break that lineage? I mean, unless you want to be prince. No, I do not. Well, then if he's the one with all the power, he could get you out of it, maybe. He didn't seem to seem like that was an option. I'm not sure if the Queen controls who is a part of the crown, or... It was confusing. Safe to say that the, 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 the crown exists for the forest, and it just so happens that the Queen has a lot of it, and was the last person to have a lot of it, and then Azar started collecting all the little bits and pieces and rounding them up. I'm not sure how much control there is over who has it. And he said that he probably wouldn't tell the Queen, because that would be a massive failure on his part. You still have yours. No, I gave the I gave the crystal back. Aza definitely wanted it back, but there's no taking back the curse. I think. Well, maybe remove curse might. No, that would be too easy. Then he would have just done it. I think that would be far too easy for something of this magnitude. Yes, that makes sense. At the very least, you'd need a massively powerful caster. Well, if anybody was going to do it, it would be Aza, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, that's all that I wanted to, to, to say, just so that it was all out there and I didn't have to keep lying about that. All good? Thanks for telling us. <sighs> he um he uh sits down on the on, on his uh on his bedroll and just sort of lies looking at the ceiling of the hut. Still better than business school. <laughs> Trick has been like listening to this entire confession with completely like a completely not blank but a completely impassive look on their face just like sure why not this this may as well also be going on <laughs> Trick is deeply missing their pigs right now <laughs> At least when you have a difficult farrowing, it's not like it's not. It's, you're not cursed by the gods to have a difficult farrowing, you know. <laughs> it's just pigs doing pig stuff. Pigs, just how they do. Time passes, the sun sets, the sun rises. You all get some sleep. You're nice and safe inside your hut. You're nice and warm because it is now May. But even in the summer, nights in the forest are pretty chilly. But not for you. You have a magic hut. So you're all <laughs> lovely and fresh and rested and uh, can make it to Grisgard the next day um, by about mid-afternoon. When you come into the, the large clearing that, that is the village and surrounding fields, people at first, when you, when you come into sight, there's an amount of nervousness and ducking back into houses until you're recognised and then people come out and wave and one of the youngsters jogs up to you and says so 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 we have weddings to plan we have we have animals to herd we have things to do we have a life to, to carry on with all all is well all should be well it's all sorted out it's all good what manner of thing shall be well yes I'm going to go tell everyone. <laughs> Dash off back towards um, their house and their family's uh, section of the farms. 
to yeah. alert everyone to the good news that they are not currently in line to be eaten by a dragon. I'd love to be the bearer of good news. I I mean, I'm not going to just turn around the boundary. I'm going to keep on towards my house. Oh, I, I, I would assume that you are, in fact, heading into... I think most of all I'm looking for Lavender um, right now, my wife. Um, is, yeah. Yeah, she is pleased and relieved to see you. It's um, just like, kind of the moment we see each other and just like moving towards her, sweeping her up into a big hug, like right off her feet. Um, like, she's not like tiny, but, but most people are too enough for me to sweep off their feet. <laughs> Yeah, but you're big, so. And yeah, and I and I'll tell her the good news and give her a kiss and ask her how the children are in the last. We've only been gone for like a, I want to say a week or two at this point, since last. Um, it did three, two and a half. Okay, about, about three weeks. Okay, that's fair. They ask. Ask how all the children are, especially ask after um, little prayers. Um, prayers is doing well. They got over their sniffle. Good, good. Rev is very excited about planning his wedding, even though it's not for months. That's fine. <laughs> it takes a lot of planning. There is a lot of hugging. She's just very relieved that you're back and that everyone's going to continue to be okay. Um, is clearly not sure whether to expect you to stay. Ah. Uh-huh. I'll get a bit of um, a bit of privacy and talk to her and just kind of put it to her that on the one hand the immediate thing has been dealt with, but on the other hand I left in the first place to look after Ember and it seems like it seems like Ember's caught up in something right now. And um, it seems important. That it does. I know that it's hard and that I'm asking a lot. And I think there's a moment in that conversation when I'm alone with her where it turns from telling to asking. Mm. She'll sit next to you and sit close and snuggle in, much like Ember was. Mm. And say, um, you know, it's not the farm exactly. We can run that. We can manage. Rev's a big, strong lad and, and Dragonfly, when she comes will be just as good. We, we can get by. It's you I worry about. I know, my love, I know. And I want to promise that everything will go well and, and I'll be back soon. That would be a very pretty lie. And I don't know. I'll try, I'll try if nothing else, to be here for the wedding. I, and I'll try and be here as... As often as I can. What well, What is it that Ember's all mixed up in? And I kind of like take a few breaths and try and work it out exactly in my head and say it's, oh, it's something, it's something of the gods. The, the gods have called, the gods have called them. I, I think, I think maybe for their help as much as for their service. That gets a look. I don't know exactly, but. Well, they can't very well turn that down, can they? And I give... And we can't very well send them out into the world or where they're lonesome. Well, you know, they always have done just as they just as they wanted. <laughs> yeah, That's that's true. They thought was right. And well, I, I wasn't always there to be a good older sibling earlier, so... And I'm not... I'm not past it yet. Oh, not quite, not quite. Well, and neither am I, and I can pick up the weight that you uh, need to leave for a while. Thank you. I love you, uh, and I'll be back. You better. I shall be cross. I will ask the good Lord every day to carry me back home to you. And then I think probably... Yeah, I think fate was too snuggling. Time together there, yeah. Don't be dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Ambiguously, we should certainly spend some time together. Hmm. Fade fade to uh, companionably staring into the firelight. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Grisgard is, you mean, you've all been here before. Um, so you, it is as you remember it. It is a small but bustling village of essentially several large family compounds. There are farms, there are livestock, mainly pigs, but also some cows and sheep. All the necessities of life. Maynard's not been here. No, I'm sorry, sorry, you haven't. It is as I previously said. <laughs> That's okay. He's never been on a farm before, and he's fussing over all the cows and pigs and chickens when they're not, and, and probably being shooed away by farmers being like, they're not pets. The, the pigs in particular, like a grown pig, is bigger than you'd realised a pig was going to be. Oh, yeah. The piglets, though, adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got his he's got his wizard robes sort of like tied up around his waist so they don't get muddy on the bottom and just petting the cows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the piglets are probably quite big right now. They'll be yearlings pretty much. Well it's May, so there will be new ones. Oh is it? Okay, I thought it was I thought it was um I thought it wasn't for another couple of months. I don't know. I don't had, know. Time, time has been somewhat fuzzy and then I've worked out when it should actually be. What time is it then? What what time of the year? It it is it is it's about a month till midsummer. Okay, I I thought I thought pigs just just from having looked it up now because I wanted to know. <laughs> <It's a little laughs> I was I was going to say how much did you research about pig farming before you oh, started about pig farming? <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about pigs. <laughs> what I know about pigs is that they're so cute. They, they are, are adorable, and, and your local pigs are are very ginger. Yes, mm. and I am the pig whisperer. <laughs> you would stand out, Maynard, except that the fourth member of your party is Rill, and the drow stands out way more than the wizard. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm human. I'm basically nobody. I mean, I think Maynard would give Rill for a run for his money uh, if it wasn't a village full of humans. <laughs> and, and you're all exchanging significant glances and not mentioning that he's royalty now. Yes. Bill is watching Maynard with some amusement from a large distance away from all of the uh, hooved animals. <laughs> yeah, you're not used to any hooved animals. You're used to chickens. Because you have chickens in the Underdark. You really only see large meat animals dead. You've seen meat. Yeah, not so familiar with actual sheep. And also, they're all so big. Horses are giant. They're ter- they're terrifying. And also cows, probably, because they're really big. And oh, sure, they look nice, but you know, we'll we'll admire from a distance. If you're there for a, more than a day or so, you're probably going to be roped in to at least feed and water some of these animals, because you are an able-bodied person who is physically present, and therefore. Will be roped in. That's an, that's entirely fair. It's just not going to be happy about. It. He's going to be like nervous, it. but <laughs> he'll do it. That's that's the fair thing to do. Like here is an axe. Here is the forest. Now you may encounter pigs in the forest, but listen, listen, buddy. <laughs> There's food in there. <laughs> that's why the pigs are in there. Mm. You can you can stay. Obviously, you can stay as long as you want. I assume you're going to stay a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if if people are right with that, I think certainly it would be good to stay for yeah, really as long as as long as as long as I can get away with. And uh, like, oh, go ahead. And like, there is a difference that comes over Trek here. You know, like is a lot more open and joyous, and you get to see them with their like kids and everything. Um, which is probably a change. And there's quite a few kids to um, go around there. Um, there are there are six. Um, call it five and a half. Um, <laughs> a number of children of, of all shapes and sizes. Ranging from my eldest, who, as mentioned, is on the verge of getting married, to my youngest, by a large cap, who is um, still, you know, in swaddling. Um, and, yeah... Kind of like probably, probably you will be pestered by like eight year olds who would like to know everything, um, particularly about you That's... and why you are weird and different. 
And I'm also, like in the dark. Dark. you worship the bad and wrong gods. No, 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 we're not going to talk about that. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Actually, wait, have we? Do we still have someone? No, um, I think we're, no, all, I think we're all the now. same. Yeah. I, I think Maynard has, has expressed very little um, devotion, right? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. The kids are just very excited because he's a drow. And what's it like in the Underdark? And can you do wizard tricks? Maynard is happy to do wizard tricks for the children. Uh, we'll point them in the direction of Maynard. They want wizard tricks. Well, they happen to have a wizard. <laughs> it's nice. It's a nice place, and everyone is reasonably friendly because you came with their people. You're not, you know, morally, you're not strangers, even though they don't know you. Right, right. It's very hard to leave. But sooner or later, you will either have to do that or decide to stay. Uh-huh. So where are we going next? I think we need to go back to Eisenbrook first. That's where your Courier's Guild is, isn't it? Yes, and that's also where there are more powerful clerics than I am. We need to take care of something. Take care of what? Oh, Pat's not his bag, but the uh, extra bag he's been carrying. Oh, 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 yes, um, of course. Very important. I suppose we'd better talk to, uh, what's her name? Which one? We know a lot of what's-her-names. Oh, oh, you mean, um, yeah, what's, what's, oh, shoot, I should remember this. <laughs> It was... Ooh. No, Annabelle was the puppet. <laughs> no, uh, 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 hold on, it's in my notes. Annette! Yeah. That's the one. Annette. There we go. <laughs> uh, Annette's my beloved, my muse, my <laughs> checks, checks, checks writing on hand. Annette! Uh, it's not Drake's girlfriend, so... <laughs> they would have to... Suppose we better uh, go have a hard conversation with Annette while we're there too. Who's Annette? Oh, Annette is, or was, um, uh, yeah. Well, it can't all be this adventuring lot can't all be uh, fighting frost gaunts and becoming princelings. I suppose there's always the hard stuff things too. <sighs> yeah. Are we uh and and Ember aims this at at Rill. Um are we officially quitting the courier business then in no uncertain terms? I think so. We both have some very firm words for them too. Yeah. That's for sure. So are we going? If, yeah, if you if you are ready to go, then you can go. I guess we got to. Yep. It is about a week's reasonably quick travel to Eisenberg. And you can travel reasonably quick because you are on good roads through long since settled country. Um, it's not like you're trying to trek through the wilderness. Um, you can... First make your way through the forest and then come out from under the trees to the very open country that is the flat, which is where the halflings run the place and where somewhere along the journey, unless you take a different route to avoid it, you will pass the camping spot under the willow tree where you were attacked where you lost Tepsikori. Damn it. I'm getting second-hand feelings. The best kind of feelings. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to avoid it. I'd want to stop by and take a minute. If it wasn't for knowing where it was, it would be lovely. It's this big, wide, canopied weeping willow with whose fronds just brush against the grass and it is very lush grass this is obviously some kind of pasture and you can see sheep grazing in another corner of it taking no interest in you at all (laughs) 
it's separated from the road just by a drainage ditch it's very easy to hop across that there's barely a mark left that there was ever a fire here that anything ever happened here Ember will just take a quick minute it doesn't need to be an on-screen minute mm -hmm. take you take your time and then pull yourself together and keep trudging along and uh the two of you who came this way before are now definitely noticing the difference between coming down off a mountain plateau <laughs> into the lowlands and going up in the other direction. This was so much less work the first time round. The last two days of the journey are just really tiring because you are gaining quite a lot in height as you go until eventually you come up in the more mountainous region in the west of the world and it is the west of the world the edge is only a few days travel away you come to the walled city of eisenbrook it's not the biggest city in the world but it's doesn't look particularly big to maynard in particular um because rusmouth where you're from is a, a large trade port is therefore quite a sprawling place. This is much more compact, but it has lots of stone buildings, lots of half-timbered buildings, a big cathedral that you can see as you're approaching the city. Over the walls, even, you can see the cathedral and the big spire and the bell tower for miles, which Ember at least knows to be a... a Ember and Rill know is a cathedral to the Singing Flame. So to be clear, this is absolutely, like, by a factor of several, the largest city I have ever seen. This is the <laughs> largest city you have ever seen. It has walls that appear to go all the way around, and the walls are, like, 20 feet high. And, and they're so made of stone? They are made of stone. There's an earth bank. There's well an actual portcullis in the gatehouse. That cathedral that you can see is taller than trees. That, that thing must be two, 300 feet high. It's enormous. I imagine that even the local, like, barons and whatnot still have, like, largely wooden fortifications, right? Or at least nothing bigger than the castle itself being fortified. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is, the whole city is behind a bank at a 20-foot stone wall. It's, it's incredible. Just genuinely, like, absolute yokel walking around with my jaw open. Yeah, you, you are just having this moment of, I didn't know you could build things that big. Mm. You could understand why, but it's the how. And of course, inside the walls, it's narrow streets and they're all full of filth. And it's May and it's sunny. Everything kind of stinks. <laughs> mm. And for none of you is this home. This is just a place that you are in. <laughs> but at least two of you do know your way around. Mm -hmm. This kind of place is very similar to imagine what Rustmouth is a bit like, so Maynard feels very at home, if not home. Yeah, it's slightly different architectural styles. You're used to smelling a little more fish, but it's fundamentally, it's a city you've been in them before. So, and Maynard claps his hands together. Where to first? I think um, we ought to stop by the guild first. I... Hmm. I, hmm. I feel like we owe it to Annette to go to her first, but I also don't wanna. I, I understand. Business first, personal things after. All right. Sound good, Rill? Sounds good. You know where the guild is? You recognize the crest above the door and the usual slow hum of people coming and going as, as customers come in and drop off their parcels or borrow the ink and paper that is provided to write their letters. You know the face of Orlan, who is the tiefling who staffs the front desk and who looks up when you come in and cocks his head slightly because at first he doesn't recognize this group of people. <laughs> and then does seem to recognize Rill 
and a moment later, Ember, and straightens. You're back. Some of you. Did we end up writing to them? I f- forget. You you have had no you 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 sent them no message. You didn't oh. write to them. Oh no. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> Just kind of been running from one place to another. Yeah, you 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 were dealing with with the your problems you had, but no, they have not heard at all from you. Got some bones to pick with you. Okay. Me personally? No, the guild. <laughs> I don't feel like I can't be too harsh about your vetting system because I certainly didn't undergo any sort of hiring process necessarily, but some of your members Perhaps we should have this conversation somewhere more private. Not directly in front of the customers would probably be better. I suppose. We have a staff room. Do you want to come to it? Yes. Uh, Wait, uh, is there... You're a courier skilled. Perhaps I could uh, stable my horse? Oh. Uh, we don't do stabling, but if you go across the street and uh, 20 yards or so down that way, there's you know, a this, this is fine. This is, this is your issue anyway, Earl. Thank you for the directions. Um, mm. Trick will not oh. appear in the scene on account of having to... You know, stable of Trick is not turning up for this fight. Okay. <laughs> do you want to come into? Do you want to come into the staff room? Well, I would love to go into your staff room. However, <laughs> my horse is now on staff. Now. Yeah. It, you you will find it reasonably easy to follow those directions and find some stabling for your horse, and maybe get yourself a cup of something and not get involved. <laughs> um, you two and Maynard, if you prefer. Um, Orlan is just kind of going with the flow at this point, can come through into the staff room, which is just like a little mess hall. If there's some long tables and a fire with a kettle over it and that sort of, you know, cupboards, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think that Maynard, having heard the story and known what's gone on, is curious to see how okay. it turns out. Okay, Orlan will lead you into the staff room and fold his arms and say do you do you just want to talk to the guild mistress because you are incredibly late yes (laughs) (laughs) one of you one of you more late than others (laughs) 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 I I can see something has happened but uh, we were expecting you a month ago, so you probably want to talk to the guildmistress more than you want to talk to me. Yeah. He will duly knock on a, a door and have a very brief conversation with the person inside and then just usher you in and go back to the front desk because it's, he's still on shift. Uh, <laughs> the guildmistress is sitting at her desk. Um, in front of the windows of her office. She is, just checking my notes, sorry, yeah. She's a human woman, um, so she's, when she stands up, eye to eye with you, and she sighs and says, I think you'd better shut the door. Ember does so and is somewhat taken aback. I'm sorry, Em, are we somehow in trouble here? Because I've got, as I said let's, to Orlin earlier, some bones let's to have pick. Let's the story first and then figure out who's in trouble. I gave you a very important parcel and some instructions about what to do with it. And then I didn't hear from you for a month longer than I should have. But from the way you've come back, that suggests to me that there is a story here. So why don't you tell it? We're robbed. Don't worry, your parcel did eventually arrive safely. But it was another courier guild who robbed us and murdered our compatriot. Another guild? From where? Another guild member from this guild. Ah. 
and where are they and what happened to them if you retrieved the goods from them what state did you leave them in jail um, going to be in my dragon all right um okay i've i've gotten a bit mixed up here i um, i feel let's, that let's go some from... backtracking might be needed here yes um after we left the city not long after we left we were attacked by courier guild for group one one it was they were here on the same day we were yeah i think 41 i think they went out before us and they stole the parcel and killed terpsichore we tracked them down it turns out that they had been paid to steal the parcel. Especially um, blackmailed into it too. The dwarf. There was a ancestral helm that she wanted to turn for holding it over her head. We managed to apprehend them and they were turned into <clears throat> and, and we turned them into the authorities at Fossberg. Um and it is they'll be dealt with there. Um this is very emotional to talk about and I'm struggling a lot. At at some point during this retelling, um Aveline has grabbed a scrap of paper and has started making notes. And she says, okay, that sounds like they are a little beyond our reach. Why didn't you come back? I told we you did. I gave you this job that if anything happened to that parcel, the guild was on the hook for the contents. Not you, the guild. It wasn't about the package. Not after what happened with Tsukuri. Had to avenge them. She sets down her pen. And do you feel you have done so? No. And is the guild on your list of targets? No. We're certainly quitting, though. You do seem to have been, um, to have had more trouble holding on to members than most of our teams, so perhaps that is for the best. <laughs> People you hired murdered one of our members. Yes. That does appear to be the case. And it was their decision to make. It wasn't something we can hold you accountable for. Only for you. Mm. Unless there's anything else, I think we'll be leaving. Suit yourselves. I'd like your medallions back. Well, digs his out of his bag and flips it onto the table. Yeah. I am sorry for your friend. And speak to Orlan on your way out, because you are still owed wages for the last run you did for us. Right. And we'll go out and speak with Orlan. Awkward. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sort of just a, nice to meet you, and uh, jogs out the door. <laughs> I think the roughest part of that encounter was, okay, and... Just like, okay, so why didn't you come back? Also, is this my fault somehow? It doesn't look like it's my fault, actually. No, it's not. And that's the whole thing. It's like, we're putting. It's not actually her fault. Like, they. Place as far as well, it's not. It could have gone several ways. It was the guns blazing, combined, I th combined with just Ember being completely flat footed by the. What do you mean we did anything wrong in this situation? <laughs> I mean, in fairness, there are questions to be asked of like, hey, how did they know where we were going and with what? As I say, there were ways that conversation could have gone, but those questions were not, in fact, asked. I mean, at this point, I don't know if it matters, but... God damn I'm, I'm it! Sure, I'm sure the guild will be holding an internal investigation. Yeah, I'm sure. I was, I was, I was nearly going to ask for an insight check, damn it. If you want one retrospectively, go ahead. Ooh. I would love one, thank you. What are you trying to discern? I'm trying to discern if she was holding back information from us. 25 with a natural 20. <laughs> oh. 
she actually seemed pretty genuine. Like she was a combination of frustrated and disappointed that from her perspective, it had gone wrong. And then you just disappeared and gone off to do revenge things and whatever else you were doing and, and left them completely in the dark about whether they owed the White Forest like 5,000 gold. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> like, she, 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 seemed, she yeah. seemed pretty genuine, it's just that she was genuinely not impressed. Hmm. Really expecting yeah. to be able to just go in there and rant and then yeah, just she, getting stopped just like, from ranting and then was like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, but the flow got interrupted. <laughs> just like, now listen here, now listen here, buddy. We're dipshit adventurers who, wants, who went on an unnecessary vengeance quest and did not take note of the fact that we were, in fact, insured. And this is your fault. Hang on a second. Hold, I, I'm trying to work out how. I think we're putting um putting a 21st century background check values on a fantasy setting. Yeah. To be, to be fair, they did like minimal hiring interviews. Yeah. I could definitely have done that better, but they didn't. You, you, yeah, she seemed like she was being genuine. She didn't seem like she already knew the stuff about who had attacked you that Tepsikari had been killed, all of that did genuinely seem like news that she was processing quickly, but didn't seem like she was in cahoots. Um, let me just check my notes, because you are, in fact, owed wages, hilariously, for this sequence of vengeance quests you have been on. <laughs> hey, look, she had every right to tell us that we didn't deserve to get paid. And we're getting paid anyway. Getting you're paid. not getting paid anything. You're not a member of the Curious Girls. You didn't sign uh, up for that. You just tagged along. So did Trick. Uh, I said but... it's, it's 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 the it's it's the we that encompasses enc- enc- <laughs> encompasses like the the the, yeah. the Some of you are getting paid. <laughs> Who was um, Trick's nominated like inheritor? I think it might have been the church. I think Terpsichore's uh, wages were going to the church. Yeah. 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 Um, I- because yeah, Alusha and uh, Alusha had somewhere specific she, she sent hers. Yeah, Alusha. So, so one of the guild policies that was explained to you was that you, as individuals, never get the money if other people don't come back to avoid conflicts of interest. Right. Like, yeah. You know, murdering your fellow couriers. Um, but you and Ember will both get one hundred and fifty-five gold pieces. Whoa! All right. Neat. Yeah, it was a risky, well-paid job, but just completely went south. <laughs> ooh, puppets! Sorry, I'm just. Did you just say ooh notes. puppets? <laughs> I did say ooh puppets because I was one. I I couldn't remember the puppet's actual name, and I have found it again. Good, that fills me with so much joy. You have no idea. Hmm, I thought it would. I know it's what you care about most. I'm excited. For the creepy puppet show we're invariably going to end up sitting through? Yes. <laughs> anyway, Orlan will provide you with your pay. He's just very awkward about the whole thing because he doesn't really like arguments. And this is just kind of a simmering argument the whole time. Hmm. And he doesn't really know what to say. Because he can't say thank you, come again, like you were customers. <laughs> Not so much. Do you have anything left for us? Uh, uh, we were. Uh, someone came asking about Tupsikari a couple times. Who? Uh, Halfling lass. Oh. Didn't leave a message. About Yetal, red hair. She had red hair, didn't she? Uh, no, like, uh, Curly Brown. I don't know why I thought it was red. Didn't, didn't give her name. Or leave a message, just was asking, and I, I didn't really have anything to tell her, because we didn't know where you were. But, um, no, there's, there's no, no letters. No letters, and nobody else? No. Nobody else came by? No. Alright. Real, is there someone you were hoping came by? 
I was just wondering. Let's go somewhere that's not here now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you collect your wages and you you head out and you meet back up with Trick. Yep, I've had my horse ossled, so <laughs> By the way, Arvid was definitely with us when we went to talk. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot going on, and maybe asking about the uh, very large bird was not top of the priority list once they heard there had been murder. So, oh no, <laughs> you had Arvid last time you were there. Yeah, I know yeah. you did. Yeah, although they were smaller. Yeah, yeah. Like Arvid is now pretty much big enough that they have to hop along behind you because they're like oh. three feet tall. Fantastic. Still have almost no feathers, but they are like three feet tall now, and you're just too big to carry for any length of time. God, they must look so fucking ugly. <laughs> oh, they're hideous. <laughs> they have fluffy baby down in mucky brown colours, and some bare white spines of what will eventually be flight feathers poking in along the wings, <laughs> which are these oh. stubby chicken wings. Will, will the... Uh, hostlery that we're keeping the horse at let us like also keep Arvid there or <laughs> you can get a stall for Arvid <laughs> Arvid is people I mean I I don't know if we're gonna find a place that lets us also keep a giant bird so. yeah I mean Arvid, Arvid is a is a person I, but he's I... also a bird and you yeah. don't in birds listen, don't sleep in listen. inns Trick doesn't, Trick doesn't know this Trick doesn't know this but you have one, one good, good. Actually, no. You know what? You have a few. You have one personal contact in the city I can think of who a has experience looking off, looking after large carnivores, and also b isn't about to be, you know, thrown into grief. Ooh. What I'm saying is, is a is a is a giant eagle really that much different from a sheepdog? When you yes. It? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. We cannot throw a giant baby eagle. At, at- at this poor woman, we can just well, hey, well. remember us, Yana? Uh, yeah, hey, we've been gone. Would you like a giant eagle? We've been gone for like a month and a half, but here, can you babysit a giant eagle for us? <laughs> Thanks. Say hello to the dogs for us. Fine. Well, then I guess you. I guess we've got a giant eagle following us around, and that's just our lives. Yep. We chose this life for ourselves. Hey, speak for yourselves. <laughs> you feel like you did do that. Like... A lot of this episode was you deciding that. I guess we better go speak to Annette now, though. Okay, mm. I'm, I'm conscious of the time. Yep. So you meet back up with Trek and you agree. And you head off up towards the cathedral where you know that Annette lives. Uh, the four of you and your giant eagle chick hopping along behind you. Very excited by all of the city that he's suddenly surrounded by. And I think that is where we'll pick up next episode. Woo! Listen, buddy, you made me sign a contract that said that I would swear a blood oath upon the death of any other member of my career guild and would not avail myself of the insurance options expressly set out to me.